Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast by Helpful Goat Gaming. We at Helpful Goat want to be very clear about something. Black lives matter. Systemic racism is real and pervasive, as evidenced by, among other things, the ongoing and infuriating lack of justice for black victims of police violence. Please support organizations that are working to dismantle systems of oppression. Support organizations that support black lives. Support black lives directly. For resources and a starting place, please see the links in our episode description. And as always, please be warned, this podcast may include adult situations and language. You know, the kind of language used by people who are heartbroken and enraged at the current state of the world, and occasionally channel that into their role-playing. You're welcome. The world of Banya cracks in anticipation of the approaching storm. Its lands strain against unnatural forces, and warnings of what is to come have been carefully placed among its people. Warnings that led us to a few tieflings, goliaths, drow, and halflings. But how can this unlikely family of broken people stop a force that has been generations in the making? What strength is left in the bonds of friendship? here we're live we're back fluids have been managed but not spirits as the group is about to get into some shit uh cool so to save a little time (laughs) i had him roll initiative off camera uh because we're gonna get into stuff here but let me explain what happened so as you hear these terrifying sounds and you see eyes glowing pale white from the jungle, and they raise up 15 feet in the air. Large, dead eyes. The yellow toad uh, sort of kind of hops over a little bit toward the clearing, and he puts his hands up to the grung, who are starting to actually look a little scared around you. And he says, Good 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 eye. And then he looks to you for... To who? This is festival. We sacrifice to 
the spirits of the forest. And as he says forest, a creature emerges. It's hard to explain what this thing is. You see its its rib cage exposed, almost like a a giant with the skin of almost a baby just pulled tight across its bones where there's no wrinkles and it look but it looks thin and almost translucent Ugh. and it rushes up behind this creature this toad nope. and it grabs him lifts him off the ground and stuffs him into its chest where the rib cage itself starts to stab into the toad. Good lord. And it lets out a wrong with you. <laughs> and all the grung around are starting to shout and, and squeak in horror. Why did they sacrifice this fucking thing then? Uh, it, it looks like this was not planned okay. at all. Charity's gonna sort of look at is this supposed to happen? <laughs> this does not look like the forest spirits uh, that <laughs> were associated with what he was talking about. These are horrid, abomination looking things that none of you would associate with the woods at all. So we're going to jump into combat, folks. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no talking your way out of this one, Burbage. Ah, yeah, There's burbage. no giving someone your sword and hoping it goes away. <laughs> but Burbage, you got a nat 20 on your initiative. You immediately sensed the danger. You saw as it was reaching for this person that this is, this is not what the Grung were expecting. This is not the festival they were thinking of. You get to act very, very quickly. What would you like to do? All right. Okay. Battle. Fates of Rin combat. I haven't done this in so long. Many moons. So Burbage sees these eyes in the darkness. Yes. It's the first thing he's, he saw, right? Yeah. And although the Grungs all seem... They see it too. Yes. They seem to be okay with it at first, oh, right? They think yeah, that this is... The, yeah, you got the sense very quickly that this was a festival where you sacrifice, uh, uh, you know, like a boar to the spirits of the forest and that, that it was a nice, happy, you know, affair. And immediately their chief was just eaten horrifically. Uh, none of these people are okay. Right. I'm, I'm trying to track just the evolution of the moment here. So at first, th like they thought that this thing was a forest spirit. Yeah. And then, but so kind of trying to make sense of the the crit initiative role, like Burbage, Burbage senses danger regardless. So he's already, yeah. he's kind of circling. He's circling around. Hikari's still like dancing. Like her weird yeah. backwards dance that she was doing. Got my sword though a little bit when yeah. I saw the eyes. Sure. So I'm still dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine kind of like Uma Thurman in a like that Pulp fiction. sort of yeah. Gotcha. So um, so yeah, Burbage sees Akari draw her sword, and that, he de that definitely reinforces that he 
he gets ready too. Um, Burbage will will immediately arm his hand crossbows. Okay. And immediately will attack this one with both of his hand crossbows. Okay. Let's do it. 23 into 22 both hit. Yay! 10. 6. 16 piercing damage total. All right. As you do that, as uh, your bolts pierce into its its skin, uh, it, it, it definitely starts to kind of twitch very quickly. And it looks over at you, Burbage. And, and its rib cage starts to kind of munch a little bit more onto that, onto the toad creature that is gone at this point. There's no saving this if, if that was on anyone's mind. Uh, and Burbage, since you were able to do this so quickly, uh, on just pure instinct, uh, you also get to go again at the top of the round here. Okay. I will simply go ahead and do another dual crossbow attack, I think. Let's do it. All right. Uh, the 21 hit the 13. Uh, you're just having a hard time even just kind of focusing on these things. They're just so terrifying, but you muster it up and shoot one. Uh, the bolt goes into its rib cage as well, uh, and, and it growls in pain. Uh, and then the other one sort of just misses uh, its shoulder as, it, as it's just kind of twitching uh, in air. Well, that's another 10 piercing damage. 10 damage, all right. Party's over, everybody. We've got, we've got bad guys. I'm gonna cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> no, you're not you allowed. We're making a big deal. Oh gosh, what a no. what a burbage quip, Stormbringer. Uh, and Charity, you are on deck. I have a quick question because I've never used a weapon with reach before. Yes. If I'm standing within ten feet of something and it moves, do I get an attack of opportunity, or does it still have to be within five feet of me? Uh, I, I think it's within engagement range of you, which is your reach. So I would say it does uh, affect that. Okay. I'm gonna... is gonna rage on. Alright. Oh, no, wait, not yet. Oh. How that's oh. Stormringer's gonna move in. <laughs> okay. To here. And then right. rage on. Um, gotcha. So it's then. 10 feet of me, so yeah, do I want to be there? I was going to say, you could be a step back. Yeah, I'm going to be here. Um, okay. So anyone within 10 feet of me right now is also getting, not that it matters with these, I'm sure, but they also have resistance to fire. I know Hikari already right. does, but Burbage has resistance to fire. Beautiful. Um, and this thing needs to make a DC 17 deck save for the lightning damage. Okay. A dex save, huh? It rolled... A five. Yes. Not super dexterous. Yeah. So it'll take seven lightning damage. All right. Uh, you see that lightning sort of strike it uh, as as you are within range. Uh, if there, you could see the sky, storm clouds above seem to be gathering. Uh, you hear just a bit of thunder. And as that bolt of uh, electricity arcs from you to it, you see it hit it and then sort of roll almost off of it. Uh, not doing a lot of damage at all. Okay. It was lightning damage? Yeah. I'm going to kind of wordlessly scream and swing my Oni Glaive at it. 
23 hits. 19. So that's 19 magic. No. Uh, 22, I think. Magical slashing damage. With rage? Yeah, nice. Yeah, you immediately, with your giant glaive, swing it through the air. You can almost hear it hum as the speed uh, at which you'd strike this thing. Um, you cut into its side uh, and spray just a bit of black blood uh, across the ground in front of it. And then you bring the weapon back. Uh, incredibly heavy, but wielded very quickly in your hands. And I feel like that did full damage. That certainly did full damage. Okay, second attack. Okay, 19 hits. You carry that momentum of the glaive around, striking into it again for 13 damage. Very nice. Beautiful. And I'm gonna, as I'm into it the second time, go, hey, you can't just eat people with your ribcage. That's really weird and not okay. <laughs> And All right. that's my turn. Beautiful. All right, Charity. Charity's uh, going to sort of look at this, and we see two of them, right? There's Yes, the other one is just underneath one of the trees. Yeah. Charity is going to think back to arguably the most traumatic fight he ever had uh, with Shenik. Yeah. Uh, and begin making a series of hand signs. Um uh, and cast uh, Banishment on the one in the back. Banishment, interesting. All right. It's a wisdom? Charisma. A charisma save. Interesting. It rolled a 16. 19 is my DC. He is gone for the moment. For the moment. He is banished. Go away now. How can they get back? I forget from that. Uh, it's concentration, I believe. There's no repeated save, but it is concentration for a minute. We're up to a minute. So it says if the spell for it before a minute has passed and the target reappears, um, otherwise the target does not return. Correct. Okay, that's cool. So basically, if I concentrate for the full time, it never comes back from the harmless demi plane. It floats there trapped forever. Unless it's native to another plane of existence, in which case it's back there. Wait, is this what Shinnick did to me in Burbage? A goosed up version of this, yeah. He was trying to make it permanent. He's such an asshole. Uh, I, I don't know if it's permanent, right? When the spell ends, it reappears. No. If the spell ends before one minute past, the target reappears in the space it left or the nearest unoccupied. Otherwise, the target doesn't return. Yep. That's why banishment is so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it doesn't. I don't think it. Well, uh, hmm. The target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target uh, reappears in the space it left. If the target. Uh, the target. If the spell ends before one minute has passed, the target reappears in the space it left. Where are you, I'm sorry, where are you reading? The last line? Uh, well, the last sentence before at higher levels. It's if they're not native yeah. only. Right, it, it appears when the spell ends, or if it ends prematurely. The target read, yeah. You're saying no matter what, it comes back? It'll come back eventually, yeah. It doesn't, it it doesn't reappear until then. No, it... it 
it's permanently, if it's from another plane of existence and you concentrate for the full minute, banishment is banishment. They are no longer right, on right, the right. plane yeah. of existence. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is if they're from another plane of existence. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, not, it's not the harmless demi-plane forever. That I was wrong about. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But at least, yeah, as long as you can keep concentrating, it's gone for at least a minute. Yeah. Yeah, either way. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Terry's gonna go, um, okay, let's continue beating on that one. Also, uh, Ferris, protect the children. And possibly Grung. I don't know. Can any of you fight? <laughs> yeah, they have weapons. We do have some weapons. All right. Uh, it is gonna rush up to you, uh, Stormbringer. That means you're gonna get a swing at it. It's gonna hit, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 17 hits for 10 plus rage. All right. Yeah, so Stormbringer carves into it again as it charges up uh, to to Stormbringer, and she's just barely able to like pull back into a slight defensive stance uh, as it lashes out with its large, bony, clawed hands at Stormbringer. Um, it hit once. Uh, 15 slashing damage as it tries to carve into you, um, but that is halved as it's slashing. So that's a total of seven damage to you. And then 22 necrotic damage. So that'll be a 29 total. Oh. Um, and the other one just barely missed as, as it kind of, uh, its hand bounced off of uh, your glaive as you just were able to bring it up into a defensive position. And then I need uh, Hakari, Stormbringer, and Burbage to make a constitution saving throw. I rolled a crit, um, crit, crit good. Critical, critical save. So we have a critical success for Stormbringer at 29. Hakari rolled a 17. Burbage rolled a 19. Just to read them for the podcast. Those are very good. Yeah. That's a lot of dice. All right, uh, Hakari, you're going to take the full amount. Uh, everyone else, please take half damn it. of 17. this necrotic damage. Do I get anything special for having credit? Uh, um, uh, yes. You go ahead and take a fourth of this, let's say. Cool. It's not full getting out of it. Not quite dodging it, but yeah. We still have aid from charity? Yep. So we take half of that? Is that 21? Yes. Yeah, you'll take the full amount. Okay, so I'm down to like half, right? Uh, yeah. So Hakara, you just feel this, just your stomach seize, uh, and just your skin almost, almost. The you see the veins kind of go black for a moment, as this like wave of black energy uh, spins out from around you. Um, it straight up murdered every grung within twenty feet of it. No, I don't like that. Uh, as you see four grung uh, fall to the ground, grasping at their chests. And this thing uh, bun- munching a little bit more on the, the toad with Did you just say butt munching on the toad? Because that's Definitely exactly not. what it sounded like to me. Um, but as it's, as its ribs kind of munch just a little bit more okay. on this thing, you see almost an energy well up from the creature within it. 
uh, it then becomes absorbed into the the twitching giant creature in front of you. And Stormbringer, you see some of the wounds on it begin to close up. Wow. That. Is yeah. that what it looks like? Okay, I'm gonna yell at all the grung even if they can't hear me. I understand me to get back to like run. Okay, it is your turn, Hikari. I feel like the grung should understand yeah. run when a bunch of them just got nuked. Yeah, I think they're gonna. Okay, as long as they're just. They're nuts, yeah, they're, they're gonna go after you. Yeah. How much um, fireball? I'm Sorry. assuming. Uh, yes. Uh, you could position a fireball behind it now. Could I? Yeah, you'd probably Let's set a little that. bit of the force on fire. But... Let's do that. Okay. Fireball the shit out of it. Yeah, you throw a fireball uh, behind it. There's no living creature behind it, at least. Good. Do you want to cast it at level three sure. or higher? Or, um, let me look really quick. Level three or higher. Can yeah. I see my level? You could go up to six, technically, but that would, probably don't. No, I don't want to. Okay. Let's do level four. All right. Barbecue this bitch! It probably will be impervious to it. Okay. Yeah, so you immediately uh, shoot a fireball. It explodes behind the creature. Um, You see the fire, again, ripple up almost over it, rolling off of it a, a bit like water off a duck's yeah. back. Fucker. It does not seem as hurt, though it is still smoking and burned. You okay, can see. I'm going to try radiant damage. Did it seem like it dodged it, or? It seemed like it did hurt it, but not normally. God damn it. But did it, so it, so over the table, it seems like it has a resistance to fire damage, not immunity. Yes, exactly. In the same way that lightning hit it and hurt it. Right. Do I feel like it dodged it, or did it take the full impact of the fireball, even if it mitigated the damage? Right, yeah, it didn't dodge that one. Yep. Okay. It just, it took the full impact, though, didn't hurt it as much. It, it doesn't seem to be incredibly fast. Yeah. See, that's why I don't understand why it doesn't have any damage, though, then. No, it said, yeah, it said it did. Oh, I thought you said there was no damage. No, you had said it. <laughs> I was like, no, that's fine. All right. Uh, would you like to move, Akari? Um, am I within? You are within 20 feet of it. So I'm within range of it, then? Or what? You're within range of it what it hit you with last time. Sure. Yeah, let's get out of there a little bit. So you're going to back up to kind of charity? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so a few grung immediately run over to a, a couple spears and begin to throw them. A couple throw a dagger. One has a short bow. Uh, ooh, one hit. You see uh, this grung right here, Charity uh, and Hikari, dip uh, an arrow in some some liquid that it had on its belt and fire it at this thing. Okay. Um, though it doesn't seem to do a lot of damage that way. The only thing that really did damage was like... I mean, Stormbringer's carved it up really good. Yeah, but that's the only thing that and really Burbage seemed to do hurt damage. It. Yeah, and Burbage hurt it bolts. So far, yeah. But so like fire the table, and lightning isn't Fire, cool. lightning, and poison don't seem to be doing much. Poison hardly, I mean, you can't tell. It's hard to tell without a roll, but. Maybe cold or with radiant yeah. damage or something. Uh, and a few other grung have, have kind of positioned themselves a little defensively, but uh, several of them are kind of running backward. Uh, Ferris is gathering the children very, very quickly. Good. Uh, he lifted a few of them up. Um, and is uh, is rushing them, kind of huddling them together. 
you see him then, Charity behind you, you see him then starts to wave his uh, arms kind of in the air. He's carving out um, what looks to be several arcane symbols, but he seems to be holding back energy for something, and he's very quickly motioning Kit to get a little closer to him, which Kit does. He runs, and then as soon as Kit is right around him, he activates an arcane energy, and this blue light streaks out from him, Mm. covering him and the children in what looks to almost be a cage of blue flickering light. Uh, And he is holding and concentrating on this, and it seems to be an incredibly powerful but protective measure. Okay. Uh, So right now he seems to be doing kind of what you suggested in taking care of the kids. Thank you. All right, Burbage, your turn. So Burbage, kind of like Hikara's instinct to kind of back up. Burbage can kind of maybe tell from how many, from which Gung, Gungor? Grung, Grung, yeah. Grung. Which Grung were killed, kind of, kind of tell maybe what the range of that attack was, maybe? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the range? <laughs> 20 feet, you said? 20 feet, yeah. Like, this Grung was not hurt. So getting back about him would be fine. Yeah, Burbage will move back a bit. Okay. This way. Um, and I'll go ahead and do the dual crossbow attack again. Bang, bang. And do I have to decide ahead of time which one I am using my sneak attack on? I guess I'll just... Yeah, it's whenever you hit. Yeah. Okay. So do the first one if you if you can, basically. Yeah. So that's a 25 for my crossbow. It's... Eight piercing plus... Cascade of dice. Yeah. 21. Oh my gosh. Rogues, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And now my offhand attack. 11. 11, yeah. So you're you're holding your first attack for the moment where uh, it, it's engaged. It, it grabs uh, Stormbringer's uh, uh, glaive and tries to kind of wrestle it from her for a second. And she spins it around so that it lets it, let, lets it go. But at that moment, you see an opening and you shoot it right into its neck. Uh, and it just screams in pain. Uh, and kind of looks over at you, and as as it does, you have a hard time. You start to shake just a little bit, and the second arrow goes wide. Stormbringer, your turn. Pony glaive. All right, a twenty, not natural. That hits. Wow, that was a really, really bad roll. Um, Twelve points of damage. All right, that's still quite good. All right, you position yourself, you dodge one of its swipes real quick, and then swipe up with your glaive, just carving and spraying this black blood just over uh, you and it. Sweet. As you carve it. Second attack. 18 hits. 17. Excellent. Um, And I'm gonna, as I trigger my lightning, I'm going to yell at it. Hey, big fuck boy! Uh, no, that's not a, that's a weird thing to yell at you. Okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, fucker! Hey, fucker! Focus on that's me! Don't look hey, over big... at him! Hey, big fuck boy! I didn't take a DC 17 wow. deck save. Alright. Yes. Well, Nate. 
Do I feel like the lightning seven does any damage or no damage? Am I wasting my time? Yes, you feel like it's it's hurting it slightly. Yeah. Okay. Seven points of lightning damage. Okay. So that's my turn. All right. That wasn't even meta turn effectiveness. That was. Am I wasting our time? Yeah. Right, Jerry. Yeah. So I'm gonna summon spiritual weapon into being sort of next to Stormbringer here and attack with it as my bonus action. Uh, 20. I didn't have advantage. 20 hits. 11. Force. All right. Excellent. Yeah, the spiritual weapon carves into it as well. It looks just inundated with attacks and it starts shrieking, not knowing exactly where all of this is coming from. Uh, and I assume that the force damage looked like it worked normally. Yes. Yep. Very good. Would you like to move? Uh, uh, I want to toll the dead. Oh, please, please do. Uh, needs to make a wisdom saving throw. God, that is awful damage. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck my life. Just trying out damage types. Uh, it rolled a three for wisdom. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. Not super wise, apparently. Uh, seven necrotic. Do I feel like that did normal damage? That also hurt it quite uh, quite a bunch, yeah. To the full extent. All right. Just backing up a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, Stormbringer, you see this thing uh, look around very quickly, uh, turn to its its left over its shoulder, uh, and and look at the grung laying on the ground uh, behind it. You see its rib cage open wide and just, again, a black energy seems to kind of swirl around the small grung and then come into this creature as its wounds begin to heal again. Why are these grungs still standing here? Tell them to run away. Oh, uh, they're dead. <laughs> that was a dead one. Oh, okay, it was one of the dead ones. Is it like fully healing itself or just like a little bit or? Yeah, just a little bit. It's still carved up. Pieces of it are flopping off, but uh, but a little bit of the wounds and a little bit of the blood loss seems to be uh, healing. Okay. Um, it's then going to bolt uh, around you. So you're going to get a, an attack. Did we have spiritual weapon? Yeah, I think too? so. Yeah, I, I like that. Is a 15 hit? A 15 does not hit. Not a spiritual weapon. 27? 27 hits, though. <laughs> 13 force. All right. Do I get an opportunity attack? Uh, no, it, it just came into your range. It's coming to spend quality time with you. It is. All right. Does a 24 and a 26 hit you, Burbage? Uh, almost definitely, yeah. Let's let him ponder that deeply for a moment, then remember he's a rogue. <laughs> right? I mean, rogues can have really good armor class because they're decks, but that's, that's okay. insanely okay. high. Okay, so Burbage, that's 21 slashing damage and 56 necrotic damage. Um, can I uncannily dodge any of that damage? Flashing, I believe you can. Yeah, you can see that coming. But so, the necrotic, I can't see that attack. Well, mm. it's when you an attacker that damage. I can see, all it says is when an attacker that I can see hits me with an attack, I can use my reaction to have the attacks 
damage against me. Okay, yeah, you know what, I'll buy that. So what's the total amount of damage? <laughs> so the, the total amount was 77 damage. <laughs> you can have it. I'll have that. As you're too. barely able to dodge these these strikes at you. Uh, you're you're at least able to to make the the strike hit your arm rather than like vital organs, basically. So it's thirty eight. Yeah. I, I I do a little uncanny dance move out of the way. Is the music still playing at the celebration? <laughs> no. I think everyone's dead. No, everyone stopped. All right. Herbert still uh, hears the music in his head. Akari's turn. Okay. Um. What spells do I have? Do I have any spells that do necrotic? Do necrotic damage? Yeah. Um, I think you do. Uh, that does radiant damage. What does? Dawn? Yeah. Are people looking pretty, like, almost dead? Uh, your friends? Yeah. No, actually, they okay. look okay. Okay. It's, this thing hits hard, but your friends are very beefy. Let's try Dawn. Okay. Let's try. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of like if fire and lightning will radiant right. damage, oh, yeah. but I could also run up and stab it. No, Absolutely could. Okay. Um, I guess let's try it. So, uh, it's a 30 foot radius. Sunlight appears in the cylinder. Uh, each creature in it. Okay. Yeah. So you can. You see, this creature's already dead. So you can position it further into the, the forest a little bit and have mm-hmm. it, uh, the edge of it rain down on, on this creature right here, who needs to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, but he rolled a 22, so he's only going to take... God fucking damn it. This. So he took half of... God 27 damn it. damage. <sighs> to hurt him, though? Uh, that absolutely hurt him. Yeah, okay, he starts good. writhing in, as it's burning his skin. Good. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. But he, he's also shielding his eyes as best as he can. Uh, okay. and seems to not be blinded uh, by the radiant light. Well, him. he only took half the damage, though. Yeah. Fucking piece of crap. <laughs> All right. Uh, Burbage the Grung right next to you uh, is just going to like kind of look at you, look at this thing, and just bolt it as fast as it can uh, away. It's all right. I got it. It's okay. <laughs> A couple more have mustered the courage to at least throw a dagger or two at this thing. Uh, ooh, one of them hit. Uh, and several of them uh, are starting to kind of put a defensive uh, position kind of around the children in Ferris, it looks like. Don't get eaten, and is what I say grumpily to them. That's, it's your turn. Okay. He's up in my grill now. I um I wish I had an ally standing next to this guy, but I don't. That's okay. Um, can we kind of say that that last attack on me like knocked my crossbows down? Yeah, you had to drop your crossbows just to dodge as best you could the blows. Yeah. And so now I'll deftly, dexterously arm myself or pull out Dianathine. Okay. You pull out the blade. It 
sings and hums in the air for a minute as you as you whip it whip, whip it out as you draw whip your fine weapon. This is a super yeah. sharp elven blade that Burbage found on the iceberg and uh, has since he has been studying it in his downtime and has definitely he's, he's certain that this is that strangely sharp blade that showed up in some of the Aryan and Pelotov stories. Yes. So, yeah, cool. He'll do that. And will you let me do have an offhand short sword also? Yeah, if you want to uh, pull both of them, sure. Yeah. yeah. If, if you let me, I'll do both. 30 hits. Jeez. Dianathine, ender of wars. 11 piercing damage. Burbage, paint me a picture. How would you like this creature to be felled? So it just, it came up to me and it, what was it, it's, a, it's attack on me? Like it. Yeah, it was just its massive bony claws were scraping into you. So I'm going to say that like, as I uncannily dodged that or, and then dropped my crossbows, I kind of slapped its, its arms, its claws away and like opened up so that like to to leave his like ribs his rib cage like vulnerable and i and i take this super sharp elven blade and i just slash it twice to like literally if i can like carve out the like the rib bones like his rib cage and just like (laughs) just disconnect it from his body that's what I yeah. want to do. All right. Yeah, you swing its arms. Uh, you hit each arm to the side, and you see its ribcage open up like it's about to consume you. And as that happens, as it tries to clamp down on you, uh, you're able to swing and and disconnect a few of these rib bones uh, as, as you plunge your sword deep into this creature. It lets out a, a death rattle, uh, as it sort of almost slumps on top of you, uh, and you're just able to dodge out of the way as it as it falls to the ground dead. Nice. Would you like to move, Burbage? Um, yeah. A Burbage will kind of, as he's kind of jumping back away from this grotesque thing. Yeah. He'll look around and he'll shout, uh, oh, man! I've heard of the other guy swallowing, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you can't edit that, Andy. Nope. Charity is... If I could interject something, even in, like, turn order, just as a quick thing. Sure. Okay. We're not done. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, Burbage definitely, for, like, does not... Well, I mean, he's been banished. He doesn't, I guess Burbage isn't really sure what happened with the other one, but. <laughs> I'm as much also shouting that at Ferris so that he doesn't drop whatever the fuck he's doing. Sure, yeah. Yep. He's concentrating very hard on this, this sort of almost like a prison of arcane energy around the, him and the children. Your audio sounds very far away. Oh, sorry, hold on. 
yeah, Darcy got up and the microphone went away. There we go. Yeah, Stormbringer, your turn. So... There's nothing to fight right now. Currently. But I can kind of remember where the thing was that was here, right? Like... Kinda, yeah, sure. I assume you saw it. What if I remember too well and it comes back into existence on top of me? It remanifested unoccupied okay. space. Yeah. So cheat to the inside because that'll push it further out then. Oh, yeah. Can I make a perception check to remember where it was? Uh, you can make an intelligence check. Sure, I'm going to do that. Okay. 15 or better. I roll a nine. Nine. It was around here somewhere under this tree. Yeah. That's what Lena remembers. Okay. Um, I'm going to move over to kind of vaguely where I think it around was. Okay. I mean, I have reach, right? Like, I should be able to get it. Um, and I ju- guess just kind of wait. I look bored. All right. Uh, your rage dissipates then. Charity, your turn. Charity is sort of... Uh, move forward and wave at the grung who are over there. Like, it's going to reappear over there. This way. Uh, they seem to kind of understand what you're saying. Um, and then, uh, does anyone need healing? Uh, Kari looks a little hurt. I can heal myself, though. Also true. Uh, fair enough. We should probably... Uh, get ready because I can dismiss the spell and we can all hit it really hard all at the same time. That seemed to work well. Ow. So, yeah, would you like to, because you basically have seven rounds of this <laughs> more before it would come back. And yeah, and I, I didn't want to act this out precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I describe the big picture of what I wanted to do? Yeah, I think that'd be fine. Yeah, so as long as it can happen within seven rounds. You yeah, guys yeah, can yeah. set up however you'd like, I'd say. And assuming, like, I'm assuming the grung could also help us if it was something that could be communicated with basic things. Yeah. I want the grung to sort of move to the opposite corner and also take the bodies because I saw it, like, almost pull energy from one of the bodies. Yes. Okay. Um, so I want them to sort of huddle so that we can get sort of anyone who's going to fight ready and in position to attack it and I would indicate I think it's coming back in like these squares. Yeah. Okay. Do we think that zombie poison would work on one of the dead crumbs? I'm not defiling their corpses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question though. Uh there's two grung that really want to kind of hang out by Ferris and stuff. Um, I'm not even necessarily trying to get the grung to fight. I honestly want them to be a range. Stay back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. Okay. Because they keep getting eaten and then. Also true. I want them to stay outside of a 20 foot radius of that thing. <laughs> okay. Since they seem to go down like, you know, Pez for it. Yup. Okay. Uh, Hakari, where would you like to be when it comes back? When it comes back? Yeah. Wherever is the most advan- advantageous, I guess, to stab it or whatever. So you'd like to try to be right up close to it? What doing? You're setting up for when it comes back. I know, but yeah. where is everyone else going to be so far? We're not sure yet. 
Okay. Kali, why did you want me to move? Probably more like here, so that you'll form a defensive. Right. I want to f- have a defensive perimeter between it and the yeah, village. Yeah, that's fine. So where he said. I would love to be next to it when it pops back. Okay. I would not. So about like that? Are we like, we're guessing where it's going to pop back? Right. If you want to, or you do can... we know like the characters? It was in the darker part, but I can see it. So it's like. There ish. I think it was in like these squares. Right there. Which you would now be in? Uh, if you're in it um, and it comes back, it'll come to one of those adjacent squares. So if you really want to be next to it, maybe try to cheat even so that you're in it. Um, yeah. If that makes sense. Does it make sense to try to force it into the light? That's to you. I don't know how we would even do that. Necessarily. Not really, because that just gets it into then the lines that we're trying to defend it from rampaging into. We saw it emit a thing that killed all the grung near it instantly, and then we basically saw it eat the dead. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, if if is this going to affect my my attack being kind of in the dark, Andy? Um, right. If it's if it's. If it's darkness, yes, that would be hard because you can't see it. Uh, the dim light, it doesn't, it can't hide or anything really in dim light. So, and it's large enough, you shouldn't be affected too much. Also, that area got fireballed. Oh, right, yeah. There's, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, back fire, here, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of fire. Hold on, let me add that. Uh, actually, dawn might still be up as well. Uh, okay, uh, is everyone set up? Uh, Oh, Charity, by the way, um, you would... Uh, give me an Arcana check real quick, if you don't mind. 15? 15, okay, 15. Um, you would you would guess that Ferris's spell, because he's concentrating so heavily on it, might have a similar turn clock on it as, as banishment. Well, and I would be trying to do this as quickly as possible. I was going to say, of like, I'm not trying to burn the whole minute. I want to let the spell drop. Sure. Then let's say let's say it dropped around round six or so. So you still have like four before you think uh, Ferris's might drop. Cool. And what I was going to suggest, and I don't know if this sounded fair to you, Andy, because I didn't want to like, yeah, back around with like above the table. We know what the turn order is. I was going to say if you were cool with everyone has ready to tax. I'll drop it on my turn. Yeah. And basically everyone can launch there and I can just take my turn normally, if that sounds good. I think so. Uh, I don't think you have to drop it with an action or anything, do you? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a free, it's a concentration, so I can stop concentrating. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's I, mean, I will drop it, immediately take my turn, Yeah, and then we'll proceed in turn, and everyone will get their prepared attacks, and then we'll just proceed from there. Okay. So does that uh, feel like you know? Yeah, so basically, I'm just true. saying instead of trying to be like, well, technically now its turn has gone, so I'll drop it and right, 100 percent doing weird. all of this weird above the table. I know what the turn order actually is to maximize impact. Yeah. So everyone, Burbage, uh, we'll start with you. Let me know what your held action is and what the trigger is. My held action is attacking with dianethane. Okay. And is and like I mean the trigger is when I see it. It's showing up in range. Yeah. Okay. Stormbringer. 
Um, same, except Oniglaive. But it's showing up in range, and I have reach, so cool. hopefully I positioned good. I don't think I did. I think I need to be further up, but whatever. <laughs> okay. A card? Would I be able to do Dawn again? Yeah. I don't think you can hold a spell. Okay. So I'll just attack with my sword. Okay. So your sword, if it's in range, yep, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And then at the beginning of Charity's turn, uh, you'll drop the spell, correct? And then we will proceed from there. Yep. And then we'll just have them go because I would say they go before me on their on my turn because their triggers all go off, presumably. I would agree. Yeah. I really can't hold a spell. That's an Not action. For, you can hold a spell. It's just concentration. No, I. No, me. like as a reaction, I don't. No, I don't think you can. I think there are special feats you can take that allow you to do that as okay. an opportunity attack or something. Um, okay. Uh, there is where it showed up. Uh, so Stormbringer and Burbage, both um, your actions go. Shit. No allies are adjacent to him. That sucks. 21 hits. 16. 16 damage. Well, 15 does not quite hit Burbage. All right. You hear it uh, scream in pain as it immediately pops into existence. Its eyes focus uh, on the things around it. Uh, Burbage, you were hoping it would just be one square over. Uh, Its positioning gets you off just a little bit, and you swing. Uh, As you swing, its massive hand just kind of slaps the sword away for a second, Um, and you don't do any damage. Um, But Stormbringer, you do carve into it. Uh, and then it screams again. Rawr! I just realized the window is open when I keep making that horrible yeah. noise. Oh, God. And the goat impression. And the goat impression. Um, okay, uh, those are the triggers and then charity. So I'm going to spiritual weapon move up and attack it. All right. Bonus action for that. I assume a 22 hits. Yes, it does. 12. Well. And then the dead are tolling. Roll better. Thank you. It's much better. Wow. Uh, it's a constitution? Wisdom. Wisdom. It's in your mind. It rolled a 13. That's not good enough. It's already been hurt. 29 necrotic. Excellent. Yeah, you see it. You see it just scratch almost at its ears, trying to keep stop the noise from happening. All right, everyone, we prepared for this. Ferris, you keep keep keeping on. All right. Uh, it immediately looks down at you, Burbage, and begins to swing. Uh, does a 19 and a 24 hit? They sure do. Okay. Uh, you saw both of these coming. That's 20 slashing and 53 necrotic. Uh, 73 damage. Total? Yeah. Not yet halved? Not yet halved. 36? Yeah. Whew. Um, and then Stormbringer, Charity, and Burbage, please make constitution saving throws. Wait, Charity? No, I'm sorry, Hakari. I'm on the other side of the fucking village. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, hey, you yeah. for me. Constitution. 19 for me. Shit. Oh, fuck. 
That's a 12 for Burbage. Um, okay. Uh, a 19, a 12, and a 4. So Burbage and Hikari are going to take the full brunt <laughs> um, of this much damage. Uh, so 38. That takes me a negative 8. Oof. I'll take half, right? Yes. Which is 19. Curry, this is what you're at? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as this just arcane black energy spreads out uh, among you, you see the tree next to it even start to shrivel. The leaves immediately start to kind of fall slowly around it. It's it's killing everything just around it. Um, and it's now, uh, it's now turned toward Burbage, and it's starting to open up its ribs. Akari, your turn. Can I get an attack of opportunity when it does that? No, it's not really moving. <laughs> Just the ribs. Just the ribs. What's the um? Either ma- prayer of healing or masculine word or whatever. Uh, yeah. So well, that would help the uh, most people, uh, including myself. Uh, m- m- mass cure wounds is a range of sixty feet. And it would be up to six creatures. Okay. In a 30 foot square radius. How much? 3d8 okay. uh, would go up. You wanna... So we should do it. Should Has everyone taken the damage? Uh, pretty much everyone but charity, I think. Okay, so for the three of us. Okay. Level five? Mm hmm. All right. Uh, Burbage, um, Stormbringer, and Akari, you get 18 hit points back. Okay. Conscious. Yes, Burbage, you wake up with a gasp <gasps> and you are prone and see this thing towering over you, its ribs spreading open toward you. But you are awake. All right. Um, the other Grung uh, are going to fling whatever they can at this thing. Uh, they've been doing okay. There's enough of them now that are positioned. Uh, ooh, two of them hit. Four, six, and five. So 11 damage? Yeah. All right. Uh, Burbage, your turn. Run away, run away. <laughs> I don't think I want to trigger an opportunity attack. I wouldn't. I think it's wise. You can disengage? Yeah. With, With my cunning action. Can he? Yeah. If you disengage, well, yeah. Oh, rogue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, so I'm going to attack him first with the Dianethine. Uh, well, you have to stand up first. Unless you want to attack from the ground, but that would be disadvantage, I'd say. But standing up provokes an, a, an attack opportunity, doesn't it? Yes. So I would first, it, it, order of operations for the rogue, probably cunning action, disengage, stand up, attack, and then bolt if you want, or whatever. Does that make sense? I mean... Can I disengage without leaving its range? Yeah, yeah. Taking the disengage as an action just means all your movement for the rest of this turn, whether it's standing up or moving, is not going to provoke that opportunity attack. It's essentially an action that the name is a little bit unfortunate because it, a better name for it might be move cautious. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You're devoting resources okay. so that you're not leaving you're not going to leave an opening for him to attack easily. So I first want to 
use the disengage action. Cool. Um, Which is just kind of like I'm maybe kind of like rolling kind of well, no, that would provoke an opportunity attack, right? If I move. If you then move. Uh, no, with your disengage, I'm you're saying fine. Yeah. As the disengage, like to disengage, like narratively, like I'm yeah. kind of rolling out of the way, like okay. of where its rib cages are kind of descending on me. Sure. And then I'll, yeah. and then can I stand, I can, then I can stand up. Yeah. And my disengage is still kind of in effect for the turn. Mm-hmm. And then I will attack yeah. with. Dianathine. All right, let's do it. 18. Uh, 18 hits. Nine piercing. Nine damage. All right, yeah, the rib cage, uh, the bones almost grow incredibly fast and they shoot into the ground to try to, to try to catch you. You roll out of the way and stand up very quickly and stab this thing in the, in the hip. Uh, and its ribcage retracts in and it just looks at you menacingly, horrifically. So does the ribcage have skin over it? Not really. Just the rest mostly, of its body? Yeah, mostly bones and protruding. You can see into like its center as well. Like its organs? And yeah, stuff? kind okay. of. What, what organs are left? Yeah. Uh, and would you like to move Burbage further? Um... Probably, yeah. That was 15 feet of movement to stand up and roll 20. So I get 15 more feet with my 30 uh, feet. Yeah. Speed. And yep. I can, and and again, that disengage is an effect. I can back away from this thing. Yeah, you, you can back away from this thing, yeah. Yeah, I think I will go 5, 10, and then corner around, go... <laughs> behind Stormbringer. <laughs> okay. All right. Stormbringer, your turn. Hey, you motherfucker. Don't try to fucking eat my friend with your ribs. I said that was rude before. Um, Rage on. Rage back on. Gotcha. And so it needs to make a DC 17 deck save. Okay. The re-raging. The re-raging. Uh, he rolled a 16. So he will take seven again, lightning damage. Okay. And I know I don't have to move in because I have reach. Actually, yeah, I'm not going to move in because I feel like it's harder for him to get to Burbage with me directly in front of Burbage. Okay. Um, and Oninglave. And carve the undead. Turkey ribcage. Carve the undead. Not with the 12 uh, misses, I'm afraid. You swing at it, uh, and it grabs the glaive itself in its hand, and then just shoves it back at you. Second attack. Wow, a 10 is worse. Ah, a 10. That puts you just off balance enough to just kind of swing wide at it. And then it looks at you, and its ribcage starts to open a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm not dead. (laughs) Yeah, because it's gonna gonna get Stormbringer and, like, not topple over and die. Right, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like... I'm huge. Right. Uh, would you like to move? No, I'm going to stay there in between it and Burbage. Okay, Charity? Um, Charity's going to sort of walk forward and be like, thank you for the reminder, Burbage. I am not a weapon. 
I am the light and the flame, and my family's healer. Um, and at that, I am going to twin cast a uh, heal onto Burbage and uh, Hakari. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you each gain 70. Jesus Christ, that's intense. Wow. <laughs> you were darkness and death. I am light and life. Now go to hell. Burbage is back in the game with that, hopefully. And bonus action, spiritual weapon is going to try to card. Let's do it. 24? 24 hits. Uh, nine force damage. All right. Good. Very good. Goodbye, sorcery points. I loved you. <laughs> is it even, like, damaged at this point? Uh, it, it does. It looks hurt. Um, <laughs> it's going to It's going to run uh, this way. So I get an attack of opportunity, right? Because it's leaving my engagement range. Yeah, you get an attack of opportunity, yes. Uh, and so does this grunt, because I can't figure out a way to 24? That hits, right? <laughs> it does hit, yeah. 16 magic slashing? Uh, 16 hits, yeah. Or 16 is going to hurt it quite a lot. All right. Uh, it immediately starts swinging uh, at the grung around here. What a fucking asshole. Fucking rude. Um, it, it, it immediately, it, it, it slices this one in half. And this one, it stabs uh, and immediately just grabs it and shoves it into its chest. This is making me so fucking mad. And it, it, you see this uh, black energy being sucked from the ribcage uh, um, from this, this grung and it starts to heal a little bit again. You should have just packed everyone back into the cabin. It's it's looking around at uh, the different dead around here as well. Akari, your turn. Can I cast Dawn again, or do I usually or do I use my spell slot? Uh, no, I think you can, yeah. Do you have a spell slot for that? Okay. I'm going to yell at it, Hey, motherfucker! Get ready to meet my worst enemy! Dawn, good morning. I, I, I turned everyone to go, Dawn, in the morning. <laughs> like David Brunt. And like adjusting my Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you so you position it uh, further back here um, so that you're not killing anything that isn't already dead. Um, and it needs to make a constitution saving throw. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it, I will fucking kill you if you make this constitution. It, it rolled an eight. Uh, Thank so you. it takes the full brunt. Uh, which is 22 damage, uh, and it, it's holding its eyes and just kind of screeching. Uh, you might have also blinded it. Should have brought your sunglasses. Interesting. Uh, it is, again, concentration, uh, and you're holding that um, there. I can I still say smart now. remarks, right? Of course you can. Okay. Would you like to move? I'm not in any danger of being out of oh, range, am I? No, no, you're no, good. No, then I'll stay there. Oh, I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of, you're in a lot of danger. Yeah, but like, yeah, I'm not in danger of being attacked if I... As a quick public service server, uh, blinded as a condition in 5e, blinded creature cannot see and automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Sweet! Which is amazing. Uh, so both of you hit because of that. 
uh, the Grung uh, advance on it and just start stabbing at it, doing nine damage. Uh, these are going to kind of move up. Uh, uh, just, uh, that one's going to move up too. What you got? What you got, Grung? Not a sense of self-preservation. Um, oh, no. The advantage, yeah, the advantage absolutely hits. Four more damage. All right. Well done, Grung. All right. So they immediately pounce on this thing, not sensing a bit of weakness, um, and just start stabbing at its its lower, you know, haunches. Burbage, your turn. Burbage has been healed by his friend and brother, Charity. He's going to run up to this thing. Okay. And he is going to attack it with Dianethine. All right. Three. 30 hits. Jeez. This is the first time we've actually had 30s as attack, which is amazing. Sure. That's right. Nine piercing. And I'm using sneak attack because there's some grung next to it. And it's blind. I mean, you can roll again because you have advantage on the attack. Another 30. Oh, so close. So close. But certainly, yeah. So the nine hits, and then I'm using sneak attack, and I get an extra D6 with that sneak attack because it's Dianethine. The blade is so sharp that it, it just cuts through the air so quickly. No resistance. So uh, eight, 18 total damage. Plus the nine. Plus the nine, yeah, yeah. 27 total. All right, you so quickly stab into it as it's trying to uh, defend itself from all of the grung around it. Um, you're able to take advantage of that. Well done. And I can use my offhand still. Short yeah. sword attack, right? Yep. 24. 24 hits. One. <laughs> all right. Hey, it, it all adds up. Hey, McRibcage monster. You're disgusting. Nobody likes you. <laughs> I'm not loving it. I'm hating it. <laughs> I just like that you've like accidentally, or not accidentally, but sort of stumbled into making this thing be the like personified like mascot in the way that Japanese companies do for the McRib. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's McRib Kun. <laughs> <laughs> Which feels about right. It's not super off. What you got, Stormer? I'm gonna move in. I like it so far. So I'll actually get close to it in case it wants to bite me. All right. Um, and then Oni Glaive. Okay. 15 doesn't hit, right? 15 does not. Oh, wait, but I have advantage because it's blinded, right? Yes, true, yes. It doesn't see it coming. Wow, okay. I'm afraid that advantage uh, didn't quite work. Second attack. Okay. 25 hits, though. Uh, For... 21 magical slashing damage. I didn't mean to click twice. Excellent. I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know, it's probably okay. the same damage. Um, and then it needs to make a DC 17 uh, dex save. Okay. And it has disadvantage because blind, right? Um, dex? Uh, yeah, because it's trying to dodge. Yeah. Yeah. We're just assuming that's what that means. It would require sight. 
An 11. Fail. So it'll be four lightning damage. Right. The lightning just sort of, again, rolls up and off of him. It's blind, right? So I'm going to shout at it. Hey, hey, I'm right here. Do you hear me? I'm really loud and big. I bet you can figure it out. I'm right here. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> okay. Charity, your turn. Charity's going to sort of... Uh, tactical advantages. Oh, well, at least you are looking nicely this way. Um, the feathers of flame that reform Charity's right horn are going to sort of peel off to the side. Yeah. And then three of them are going to lance out. Okay. At it. Yeah. One. 32. 27 hits. 23 hits. For a total of 27 fire damage. Nice. Well done. This thing is looking really hard. Uh, and it can't reach it, but I am going to move the um, spiritual weapon 20 feet closer. Like here-ish? Yeah, I think that was the 20 feet. Yeah, that's good. Okay. All right. Uh, the grung that is in its uh, rib cage, it's going to pull the last little bit of that black energy and then just sort of, as best it can, it, it growls and roars in the air, and I need... Burbage, Stormbringer, and Hikari to roll Constitution. God damn it! Always us. I mean, that's because we're always standing close to it. 21. Oh, it lingered on the 20 face for so long. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Um, Burbage and Hikari, please take 40 uh, necrotic damage. And I take half? Yes, 20. Um, and then it's going to try its best uh, to swing uh, at the pin. Um, first at Stormbringer, since that's the voice he heard. Good, yeah. And then at Burbage. No. Uh, 13 for you, Stormbringer. Doesn't hit. Don't think that hits. And uh, 12 for Burbage. I don't think that hits either. No, it does. The blindness really helped. <laughs> oh my gosh. Since it hit me, yes. am I able to use... Oh, yeah, your hellish rebuke. hellish rebuke. Yes, I'm totally allow that. Uh, one of the first times in the whole campaign we've remembered to do that. I know. Well, it's just, sometimes I remember it, but I forget to do it right before my turn. Oh, 100%. Uh, it's fire, I think. It is fire, and he has Still. to roll a dex save. Which is disadvantage because he's blind. Oh, that's true. That's true. A nine, though, is not going to do it enough. And that's enough damage. Please paint me a picture of how your hellish rebuke is it flame? destroys him. Um, Are they black flames? Whatever you like. Okay. So these, all of a sudden, these black flames yeah. erupt all around him and just burn him to a crisp. Nice. Kind of right. fall down like the bones kind of crumble into a pile. Excellent. And Ladies. I go and I say, blinded by the light. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. That is the end of combat. Woo! Well Woo! done. 
That I was, killed it. That was pretty bad. Those guys were horrifying. That was a nasty one. <laughs> Did you come up with that ribcage stuff? Uh, and what was that, Andy? Or is that like a real D and D monster? That that's an actual. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Tell us what it was. It's called a devourer, and it's it's pretty nasty. Gross. It's pretty fucking horrifying. Yeah. You showed me a picture of it earlier. I didn't know what it was or like what it did, but it's a pretty gross thing. It's gross. Uh, it's gross. All right. Immediately, the grung uh, kind of come over to you and start kind of just hopping up and down next to you, uh, chanting just a little bit. Who uh, me? You see all for everyone. Everyone. Okay, I was gonna say like. If <laughs> you just assume it. <laughs> no. There. I mean, I'm like who? Ari's the one who did the the killing blow. So. Are any of the grung healable, in Charity's opinion? So, all the grung are uh, fine. Any any grung that got hurt basically was one shot by these things. Uh, so everyone else is is totally fine. Okay, and not yeah. recoverable. Uh, yeah, and then none of the dead grung uh, are recoverable at all. Um, Unless you, you shoot them with zombie poison. Unless you want to do that. Um, Ferris drops the the arcane energy around the children, uh, who are all kind of huddled up and, and pretty terrified. And as the as the grungs start to care for their dead, they immediately put them on the bonfire um, and are chanting kind of around it. And Ferris motions for all of you um, to probably come with him and leave the grung to bury their dead in peace. Well, this was a fun party. <laughs> Charity's going to leave, like, they did sacrifices, right? Like, they were sacrificing yes. two forest spirits. That was what the chief said before he got yes. Omnom by McRiblet. McRiblet. Um, I'm going to, uh, Charity's going to take one, like, packaged ration and lay it down sort of at the edge of the fire as he's sort of bowing his way out. Okay. The grungs seem to bow slightly toward you. Um, and and uh, Stormbringer, uh, one of the grung, um, brings you a, a small um, clay pot and offers it up to you as as thanks. Oh, thanks! I really like pots. This is a really nice gift. Um, you're welcome for helping so much. I love pottery. <laughs> um, I'm sorry about your dead your dead friends. That fucking sucks. But it's okay because they're going to go back to the nature, and it will all be good. They seem to understand that and actually smile just a little bit and bow toward you. I assume that the clay pot like has something in it. Yeah, if you look real quick, just kind of take off the top. It's filled with a liquid, a red liquid. Oh, probably shouldn't drink it. So you have a, a ten ounces of red grung poison, then. Nice. Are any of the kids crying while we're making our way back? Um, Pin is a little bit. Okay, um, and I'm like, dude, don't cry. Like, you just saw the coolest thing ever. And now you'll get to be part of the hero stories. You mean like the one that Barbage tells? I'll be part of that? Or the ones about Hikari, the awesome tiefling. Yeah, those are the ones I like. Those are the best. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Yeah, but you could be in Jungle to Jungle, too. Is that a sequel to J Jungle to Jungle? Yes, because there really was a Jungle to Jungle, too. You said Jungle to Jungle, too. Jungle, 
What? Sequels are better than the original one. No, but the original was a remake of a French film. <laughs> well, I, I, there's no sequel to Jungle. It's, what are you talking it's, about? What the fuck is that film? <laughs> oh, I thought I saw it. We're all just again looking off. Yeah, as as you're slowly making your way back, um, Ferris is now leading you through the forest. Oh, there is no jungle to jungle to. Sorry. No, that would be insane. There'd be two twos. In Jungle Two Jungle, there was a, originally the French movie was called Jungle One Jungle. I, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there was a French movie that the Jungle to Jungle. Yeah, based that was on, based though. on it. That's insane. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're not going to go back down by serpent because you don't want to mess with that. I assume, right? No one wants to try to tame a serpent tonight. Why do we need to a tame river? Them? A river serpent? I thought it was already tamed. Oh, no, no. The grung seemed like they were controlling it. Yeah. Oh. I don't want to ride the surface, but I have a question about it. Oh, yeah. If it's as broad as the riverbank, how does it turn around? Does it just back up when they want to go the other direction? Huh. You are not sure. Unless you want to <laughs> dive on into the river and check it out. Uh, we can go the normal way. <laughs> okay. So then Ferris quietly leads you and all the children who are now just kind of a little bit scared, a little, a little sniffling, um, having kind of a, of a hard night. Uh, he leads all of you through the, the woods, the forest, which takes about an hour now to get back to the house. But uh, Ferris seems to know exactly where it is. Um, it takes you straight there. Um, while you got the sense that there were some other things in the jungle that maybe you wanted to mess with you guys, um, it seemed like everything was keeping its distance from Ferris. Um, who then leads the children into the house, starts to set up their bedrolls so that they can sleep, um, thanks each of you individually as best he can with his uh, with his eyes, shakes your hands, pats you on the shoulder. Um, and then he himself is, is very tired, and if everyone comes inside the house, he'll unlatch the, the rope from the door and shut it. Uh, and then he himself will go to bed as well. Um, Hakari Pin comes over to you, um, and she um, just has a, a little um, cup of what looks to be whiskey. <laughs> Sweet. And she's drinking it. Hey! And- oh, no! <laughs> no, I don't care if she drinks it. I just want to drink it. Um, and then her, in her other she says, I'm having a hard time sleeping with... Um, can I show you something? I guess. Is it whiskey? I got whiskey if you want. Okay, I need some whiskey to look at it. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So she'll go in and she'll pour a little bit more whiskey. Um, she has a, a bed that's kind of in the corner that's almost next to the curtain. And so yeah. she sort of pulled the curtain out from the wall a little bit and okay. made just a little like nice area for herself. Okay. And in this, she has like a small kind of strong box, it almost looks like. Um, she opens it up and she pours a little bit more whiskey for you into her cup okay. and hands it to you. Um, and then she pulls out 10, 15 letters. Okay. Um, and she says, sometimes the, the mail, ah, well, I'm not, I'm not going to fuck around about it. I just want to, um, I stole this from the mail and it's really interesting stuff. Do you want to read me some of them? Yeah. So I can go to bed. Okay. 
I want to read stolen mail. <laughs> okay. Is there any like birthday cards or like Christmas, like some money in it? Um, nope. There's like a few scrolls. There's just a few letters. Um, okay. Uh, are you looking for anything or are you just kind of randomly picking something? I'll just randomly pick something. Okay. Um, so you I'm randomly... trying to find an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, an interesting one. There is a poem that's sort of interesting. Is there like sorted love letters or anything? Um, no. And in fact, uh, something about it feels familiar. You read one of the poems and but it says... But it's so late at night for it to feel familiar while I'm tired from this battle and... <laughs> and it says, I submit for your approval of publication in the Pank Library Journal of Bovalian Humanoid Studies these two poems. If there is an overwhelming sense of sadness or longing about them, I do apologize. Missy has been gone a year now. Okay. And it is by Samson, the lizard poet of Diefield. Mm hmm? Mm. Okay. And he has written down the poems that he said the night uh, everyone left Diefield uh, that was celebrating in the tavern. He stood up and had a few poems about about mistresses and about the Emerald Falls, and he had uh, then written them down and seemingly submitted them for publication. Though it seems like that letter never got there. Aww. So you read then the poems to the to the little girl Pin, and she's very her eyes become very heavy and she begins to drift off to sleep. And you start looking through the rest of the letters after getting more whiskey because after stealing a little bit more whiskey from more. this child, you monster. And yeah, this child who's a chronic alcoholic. Yeah, children should not have whiskey. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that I'm helping her. By getting rid of a little of her stash. I'm sure this is Hakari speaking and not Darcy. That's what we'll Yeah, listen. that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. And do the rest of you then go to bed yourselves? Do we feel like we would need to keep watch in case of more devourers? Uh, you're pretty exhausted, but if you want to keep watch, that is up to you. I might keep watch generally yeah i can i mean we i can okay do a thing as long as we get the full rest yeah then yeah yeah we can take rooms given that they had brought me those envelopes if i like saw the letters charity might flip through them okay since i did kind of wonder why someone brought me like a sheaf of envelopes i am putting all of them in your uh handouts at the moment there's ten of them. <laughs> so, we won't deal with yeah, them. We right won't now. deal with them tonight. Uh, but you, as players, can look through them at your leisure. That's all I was saying. Is yes, we've been in a big fight and it's late and we haven't had a rest. A hundred percent. And Darcy's tired too. You can all look through them at your leisure. So, watches go off. Nothing seems to happen. Uh, it it appears like the the jungle itself is is again it's it's cautious and very respectful of uh, of Ferris. Nothing seems to bother you throughout the rest of the night. And if you want, you can go all the way to the morning. Yep. Okay. Would someone like to open the door? Sure. 
All right, Hikari, you, you open the door? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me see where you are. But it's so early to open the door, and I'm so <laughs> tired from <laughs> fighting. Right. So maybe we could wait for a while. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. Uh, you opened the door to a a wide, deep ocean in front of you, but it is cold. Like, is... literally an ocean? Like, if I step out, I'm in the ocean? Not quite. Oh, okay. You're on the coast of an ocean. I was going to be like, let's sleep for another day, guys. And it is very cold. Okay. So, that is where you have ended up uh, the next day of this journey. You are not yet home. You are not yet back on the track to Bovelia. But hey, soon, hopefully. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for this evening. Oof, We're never going to get where we're going. You are eventually going to get, get where, where we're going. going. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks for all the support during the tough, crazy fight. That got kind of close a few times. Um, that was pretty amazing. Uh, but excellent job from all the players. Um, really well done. Everyone, hey, take care of yourselves. If you can, be with friends, play some games, um, recharge your batteries, um, because this world kind of needs a lot of our energy right now. Um, so, so, hey, we love you so much. We thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we hope we were able to smile a little bit tonight, uh, and that'll make us feel good if we could do that for you. So from all of us on Goats and Dragons, we thank you. We love you so much. Hang in there, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, you guys. Bye. Good night. Take care. We love you all. Bye-bye. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play shorter campaigns, one-shots, and have conversations about D&D and games in general. For more information about us, check out our website at HelpfulGoat.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at HelpfulGoat, or chat with us and the rest of the Helpful Goat community on our Discord server using the link in this episode's description. For more of our shared gaming projects and live streams, check us out on Twitch, where we are HelpfulGoat, or on YouTube at HelpfulGoatGaming. If you want to support us, you can make a donation on our coffee page by following that link in the episode description, or you can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podcast Addict. We are a growing community of friends who enjoy playing games, storytelling, and role-playing, and we would love for you to join us as we cultivate a positive and helpful online space together. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.